Welcome to the Kate All Show, Season 1, Episode 2, Why Business Coaching Matters for Agency Owners. So when I started Simple Pin Media, which is my agency, I had zero formal education before starting. In fact, I have a degree in political science, and I was on the trajectory to become a teacher before I had kids. So my plan was to be a high school civics and contemporary world problems teacher. I did not set out to be the CEO of an agency. So as a result, I needed somebody to lead me through the process of what it was like to grow an agency. And in the last episode, I talked about hiring a coach. It was one of the very first things that I did because I look to other people and say, you have wisdom that I don't have, and I need to get that wisdom from you so that I can avoid making mistakes. So I'm an Enneagram three, if you've taken it, and my greatest motivation is to avoid failure. So if I can hire a coach to help me avoid failure, I'm going to do it. But I will tell you in the last eight years, I've made a lot of mistakes. And those mistakes have actually been one of the best ways that I've learned. So painful and just literally gut-wrenching to learn them. But with a coach and these business lessons, it has been one of the best adventures in how to grow an agency. So I also believe other people's stories make a great impact on our lives as well. So while we're listening to those stories, we take away something that maybe someone else doesn't. It's sometimes a phrase. It's sometimes maybe even the way they say something that jogs a memory or a perspective. And that story leaves us with something that we take into our own experience. Oftentimes it hits us just at the right time, at the right place. So little nugget, implement the lesson, and we're set off in this new path, right? Because we've never heard that story before. So that's where coaching comes in for me into hearing other people's stories and masterminds as well. And I want to talk a little bit about the differences and how they've impacted me. So like I said, I hired my first business coach in December of 2014, about a year after I started my business. He was someone who came highly recommended and he was a fantastic question asker. His name is Leslie Samuel. He is a naturally wired coach. I have seen him sit around a table and draw out things from people that I've never seen before. He can definitely make people cry. (laughs) So he set me up with a structure where we would meet two times per month. He would give me action items and help me level up when I was struggling. I will also tell you this at this point. I am a coach's dream, 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 dream. Why? Because I have ridiculously high follow through and I'm externally motivated and competitive. So if you give me a task to do, I will do it. And that's not just me saying, here's what I'm really good at, but they've told me that. They have said to me, you are great to work with as a coaching client because I can give you tasks and you'll actually do them. Whereas other people will show up and say, eh, I didn't do them. That's because they're wired different or maybe they're internally motivated. I don't know what it is, but for me, I work best one-on-one with a coach because of those reasons, because I'm so high follow through and I love having a task. So in the very first year that we worked together in our coaching system, we worked on systems because I didn't have any, I none 
I'm, I mean, I had an invoicing system that was very ghetto, like so crazy because I didn't want to pay for a program. I had spreadsheets. I had a separate Google Drive and I had a tracking, like a loose tracking system, right? So what he wanted me to do first and foremost was develop a reporting system, a communication system, and analytics and tracking data. Right off the bat, he said, you are sitting on a gold mine of data. You are seeing how Pinterest interacts and reacts to all these different businesses and niches. And then you can take that data and you can speak to it later down the line. So let's make sure that you can get it. And right about this time too, I had somebody else, um, oh, I can't remember his name at this time, but he, he met with me and I look back and I think it was so gracious and so kind of this person who saw that I was new in business to meet with me. And it was not anything that was like, hey, I'll meet with you, but you want to buy my $5,000 program. It wasn't any of that. He was a service provider as well and suggested like an onboarding fee so that during that time when I was onboarding people, I could charge them a fee. He also suggested another tracking program called SIF. He knew about that. And I later met with the SIF developers down the line. I think that's a great program. But had I not met him along the way at the same time as my coach, I never would have developed this love of data and tracking. Now, I'm not a data nerd, but I realized I needed to see what it is that people were experiencing in their accounts to really get better. So I firmly believe that that interaction with the coach and with these other people set me up for success. And I believe that for a lot of my students as well, too. The number one way to grow a service-based business is systems And if those are not developed, your foundation is going to crumble and you won't scale because you're constantly chasing your tail. You're constantly trying to figure out how to reinvent the wheel every time. So when you create these service-based systems, and please never let somebody who's a course creator teach you about service-based systems because they may have done it once, but if they've not done it with at least 20 to 30 clients, it's really hard for them to speak of to the variables that happen in each client and how you deal with that. So in my first year of business, that was 2014, I made $50,000. In my second year of business, after I hired a coach, I made $150,000. I invested $500 a month into coaching, and I can confidently, without a doubt, say that investment resulted in $100,000 in added income to my top line revenue, 100%. And my expenses that year were 40000 which included some of my first team members and the coaching. The next year, we worked on visibility, which included the podcast that I started, which was the Simple Pin Podcast. And a lot of growth with my team. That year was tough. Not only did I grow another level up, And I was also starting a podcast, but I also stepped into fostering. We became a foster family that year. So my coach helped me navigate all my feelings, frustrations, imposter syndrome was huge that year. Because one of the things that can happen as an agency owner is you get this temptation to follow the influencers and the educators and the course creators. And their business model is so different than what you do that it's really easy to compare. 
And he reminded me that year, it's apples to oranges. And you can't chase someone else's success. You cannot chase their business. And that was probably the number one lesson of that next year was don't chase someone else's success. Because then you take your eyes off your client. Then you take your eyes off the people that you're serving. And you're only serving themselves. It's kind of an ouch moment. But it was what I needed to hear. So he helped me navigate that as well as challenges in my business and family life. And I had also had to step away from working from my friend's business. And that was hard too, because I love serving people. I love helping people. So we stopped coaching together in mid-2017. That was about two and a half years after we had started. I took a break at that point. And we, we both needed to take a break. Um, my, my foster daughter at the time had left and that was a very traumatic experience for us to lose a child that we thought would be our daughter. And he had had some family stuff too. So it seemed like this natural break. So then July and August, I just kind of coasted. Right. And then I decided to join a mastermind and matching what I knew about coaching and what I knew about my high follow through. This was not a match for me at all. It was a paid mastermind. And now I do have a personal mastermind that I cherish dearly, but these paid ones are just not a fit for me. It's like too many voices speaking into my business. I'm too attached to the money I've invested. And I just, it's almost like I picture myself like in a room where like seven people are talking to me and I'm holding my hands up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't do it. Whereas with my personal mastermind, it's just a few of us and it's more of like a free flow conversation, feedback, kind of this, you know, peer mastermind, which is definitely different than a paid. So in late 2018, um, I hired another coach, Jamie Masters. She's fantastic. She has the podcast, Eventual Millionaire. And I worked with her until 2020 and her job for me, I specifically hired her because I needed to level up the agency. I needed the agency to make more money. I needed my, my, um, packages to make more sense. I needed my structures to make sense because I was at the cusp of going from 800,000 a year to a million and actually a little over a million. And there's this weird bump in there that happens that it's like your systems break once you hit a million. And it is, I heard that from Emily Hirsch on her podcast. And I cannot tell you how much that is true is that what helped you grow to that point of a high six figures changes completely once you cross that million threshold. And so I needed her to help me navigate that growth. And we did in the two years of working from her with her, I went from 800,000 a year to 1.2 million. And that was such great growth for us. And we've learned a lot from that. And in 2020, I felt like I needed another break. So I am not currently sitting under the coach of anybody at this time. It's not something that I'm ruling out. It's just I have found I need a little bit of a break every once in a while to lean into a coach and then kind of lean out from it. But both of my coaching experiences have resulted in massive growth for my company. They help me see a different perspective, oftentimes way more clearly than I can see myself. So I would love to hear from you as well. Like, have you hired a coach? What has it been like for you? I am on Instagram at Kate All Coach, and all is spelled A-H-L. 
I would love for you to send me a message on Instagram to hear from you about your experiences and what you've taken away from having a coach, what the accountability has been like for you and how it's really helped you grow and scale your business. And thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I know it's so new, but if you would take the time to leave a review in your podcast player, I would love to hear from you. 